<clears throat> Today, posting memes online will put you in jail. Talib saves the world by running from it. And while well, Sidney Powell precariously pleads guilty. All on the self-evident podcast. All right, welcome to the self-evident podcast. You got Mike, you got Massey. <laughs> Smooth. You know, it just rounds it out with the studio audience. In you here. had to point to the yeah. fat kid and say round. He rounds it up. Anywho's. Golly, you sound like a liberal. <laughs> Microaggression. What do they call them? They round. What's the male version of Karen? Oh, there's a name for it too, isn't it? What is it, guys? Ken. Ken. <laughs> Ken and Karen. Such a Ken. Such a right. Ken. <laughs> All right, don't forget, go to the self truth.com. Get yourself some merch. Do it. Do it now. Do it. What are you doing? You're just sitting around. Buy yourself something. Be a sponsor, dang it. Yeah. Do it with all your heart. <laughs> all your soul and all your body and all your strength and everything you are. Sell a kid. Help us out. And you're gonna love it. Yeah. You will. You will. That that'll be a way to get him in. Yeah, that's, that's that, that reels that, him in. That man. approach. Nothing like a ministry who nothing wants like hellfire. Nothing like hellfire and brimstone <laughs> to get him going in the morning. Sinners hanging in the hands of an angry, angry God. God who wants you to donate to Torchbearers. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Lord, we love you. <laughs> All right, it's one of those We're, things, man. You know, like these mornings are the best. Oh, it's so much fun because you get up and you're like, "Good morning, Lord." What kind of crap are we going to fall into today? You know what I mean? But I love it because it's like, okay, teach me to be the best Christian today, right? right? Give me this day my daily bread. So you're always like walking around doing that. And then you realize how inadequate you are without the Lord. Like, oh, yeah. A whole lot of inadequacy and like, man, little things bug you. And you're like, okay, okay, Lord, you called us to minister. We are called to love your people. We need to tell them the truth. Praise God. And that, Lord, you would open their hearts to do such. And then you got these two goofballs that are just like, you know what? We'll tell you the truth. We're going to tell you about God. Yeah. Anywho's, It's us. Welcome. You're stuck with us. Kind of. Not really. Yeah, you don't have to. Yeah. Don't thank have you to. that you yeah. thank you that you are. Yeah. I think Perseverance. that is right. Yeah. Yeah. It produces patience. Yeah. I think. You know what the Bible says? You. You. Right, I mean, <laughs> I have so many. Jokes. Perseverance produces patience. Patience Powell, produces experience. Something, and then experience has its perfect work. It's in there, the Bible, James, second opinion. Anyone? That's in James, pal. <laughs> okay. I, 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 know, I know my scriptures. Um, mama, mama says read, read Bible. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. It's terrible. That's, Let's that's go. Bad. Come on. Here we go. Here we go. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. All right. News bits. Here we go. We are no longer doing the five minute. We're doing 20 minutes. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So we, we changed up the format a little bit. And so we're going to do 20 minute segments for you. So on news. On on news, right? Well, maybe so, maybe we'll have a little prophetic-ish. Maybe yeah. a little teacher-ish. Maybe a little 
whatever, you know. So Who knows? This, this first section will go a little bit slower. We'll get a little more in-depth on some of this stuff. And then we're doing bigger news items for the other two. Right. What he said. Yeah. So here we go. So number one, I thought everybody would love this. Did you know that black people have a longer commute? Commute is racist. That's right. It's racist. Did you know that? I was waiting for our sound effect guys I was to like too. hit that was, that was, part, but they just missed oh, that. They missed it. Yeah. Just like you missed miss. the I'm opportunity, to tell Nathan fellers. To put it on you because like you were making a weird face, so I'm like, tell him to put it on you. But then I missed the sound effect. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, He's, Dad, I'm trying to do four things at once. All right, in Philly, a study says that people, black people, have a seven-minute longer commute per day. Compared to whites. Okay. Citing a report by the Federal Bank Reserve, Federal Reserve Bank, if you're paying attention, of Philadelphia, Philly Voice noted that while black workers' commute times nationally are 5% longer than white workers' commute times, in Philadelphia, black workers' commute times are 11% longer than white workers. This is ridiculous. <laughs> well, first off, who's saying, you know, we got about. We got about a million and a half dollars to spend. What can we study today? Um, what's Black gonna... and white commuters. Yes, that'll get us more money. How many? First off, how many people did they did they talk to? How many people did they poll? You think one, two, in Philadelphia? Like, wh- why is the commute long? <laughs> they, they get on the bus. Antoine, how long's your commute? <laughs> I don't know, man. Twenty five minutes, and then they. Hey Billy, how long's your drive? I don't know, like I, uh, I got a eighteen minutes. Black people have a seven minute longer <laughs> commute. Right? It's like, what, what did they did they see them both drive, and one goes faster than the other? I mean, like, there's so many variables and factors. And again, he actually called. You called us a couple weeks ago. Wait till racism comes back. Here we go. Here we go. And it's actually, funny. And well, you know what, funny, what's stupid, funny? But. You'll we'll say. Let's say that. Black people tend to live in urban centers more often than white people. So let's say they got this huge sample. You got a bunch of white people out in the suburbs driving their own cars. You got a bunch of black people that are in the urban centers riding public transport. That's kind of what they're alluding to, right? If your ride on the bus is only seven minutes longer than the white guys drive into work, I'm saying that's not too bad. Well, that's also, not bad at all. What are they mad at? The liberals should be like, look, it's only seven minutes longer. You're, you're carpooling, so you're saving the environment. You're all on one they bus. Got, dude, they, literally, they'll Bruh. complain about it. Thank you. They'll complain about anything. Anything. Yes. But yet, unjustify what they're actually fighting for. <laughs> like, I don't know who did this study, but it's like, well, hey, you know, listen, folks, it's only seven. It's Fox. There's Fox. only seven minutes longer. So commute. It's actually cheaper to go on bus, so do the bus thing, right? Yep. Yeah. As though I, it's I just, discrimination and racism that's causing this how come it's only difference. How come it's only blacks and whites? Where are the Mexicans? Do we have a longer commute than most? No. We, go, we come in by donkey. We can't sample them because they're not registered. Oh, <laughs> Maybe in. You got to admit, that was good. That was, that was solid. <laughs> but why is it? Where's the Asians in all this? How come it's only blacks and whites? What, Asians don't get discriminated against? What, Asians seem somehow get to work? Do they even, 
do they drive? Are they walking? What? Like transporters. What's the deal? They've invented transporters. They just haven't given it to us yet. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah the, te- the technology. <laughs> but you know, we carpool as Mexicans, bro. You get about ten of us in a <laughs> truck, man. We'll get there quick, boy. Shoot, <laughs> all of you in one truck. Hey, man. I'm just saying, like, you want to? We we did the car. We invented carpool. <laughs> <laughs> What's Spanish for carpool, right? <laughs> no, if you're not laughing at that, you're have some humor in your stinking you're, life. You probably found the wrong show. No, you found the right show. You just need to loosen up. Jeez. All right, let's go to number two. So a Twitter memester gets seven months. I don't know if you've heard about this one. This one, we're gonna get into this. So it's only seven months. After all, he interfered with a national election in 2016. So this guy created wait, a meme. Wait, it's seven years later? Yes, and now it's finally... Seven uh, months. Seven wait, months. Fe- spe- fair and speedy... I can't even talk. Fair Sarah and, spe- and feedy. Fair Sarah and feedy trial. Sarah feedy trial. Fair and speedy trial. After seven, seven years, years of seven months. Meme. Yeah, seven months. Man, DOJ, I am so proud of the work you yeah, are doing. Come on. Tireless. Way to go, DOJ. Tireless. 24-7, you are out there catching criminals. You're Batman, DOJ. You are truly Batman. Now, the government Christian accused man. him of attempting to mislead voters in order to influence the election. Now, in unrelated news, we do look forward to the major intelligence agencies being put on trial for withholding the Hunter Biden laptop story until after the election. Because that'll happen. Yeah, I just got to give it eight years. And they'll get like four months. Mm-hmm. Maybe. That's kind of like when, when you know, uh, the recession happened and everything collapsed and they charged the banks a couple million dollars or whatever, you know. <laughs> Which that money went to the government, of course. It didn't go back to us, you know. Right. All of a sudden they're like, we just bought half of GM. <laughs> right. we, and it's like, <laughs> the government now owns half of GM. It's like, no, actually, you use the people's money. <laughs> To buy GM. How dare you do this to the American people? You owe us so we can buy GM. (laughs) I just, y'all. This is good. So there were also Clinton supporters who were creating memes telling Trump supporters to text in their votes. So a perfect example that gets thrown all around. (laughs) Christina Wong posted, hey, Trump supporters, skip poll lines at election 2016 and text in your vote. Text for votes are legit or vote tomorrow on Super Wednesday. Yes, she really is making a joke of there's no Super Wednesday. If anyone believed that, and you're calling that... the scary part. Yeah, if you believe that, and that's uh, interference of an election... You should Bruh. not. You should not be voting. No, you definitely should not be. You don't even understand the election process, right? So there's no. If, if you, you kind of deserve to, if not you can't get the joke vote. of that or the the, in, the the nuance of that or the inference of that. Oh my gosh! Right. And so this now she got away with it, but this guy did not get away with it, and he got seven months because he posted a meme. Telling Hillary Clinton supporters, hey, text in your vote. <laughs> text to 59762 or whatever. Text Hillary. And you know what gets me is the DOJ says on Election Day 2016, at least 4,900 unique telephone numbers texted Hillary or some derivative to the 59925 text number. 
which had been used in multiple deceptive campaign images tweeted by Mackey and his co-conspirators. Again, those 4,900 people should not have been voting. Right. What the flip are you voting for if you don't even know when to vote? And if you believe that the voting takes place by text... I mean, dude, are you serious right now? <laughs> because like, an internet meme told you, I want your what? vote to get cast in the trash. Please. Do you not throw see your the, vote away? First off, do you not see the humor in that and the fact that 4,900 people fell for that? That is stinking awesome. I, I, I want to have faith in humanity that a number of those were people who were in Joking. on the joke, but I'm scared that that was probably a small number. <laughs> But 4,900 people out of 330 or 40 million. Well, that's true. Good point. It's like, dude, DOJ, whoever you are, you'll protect this Christina Wong chick. And Mm -hmm. that's fine. Do your thing. You know what I mean? Like, listen, we got to protect freedom at all fronts, even if it's not on our side. You got to protect freedom. I protect free speech. Dude, that's free speech. And if people fall for it, that's their fault. Not this dude. That's hilarious. It is. It's hilarious. And he he crafted it well. It looks good. You know, if you look at it, it it looks like a legit. Now, that probably worked against him in court, but it looked cool. It looked good. It was like, oh, man, that, that <laughs> but that's like what I'm saying. Like, poster. You, if you don't understand, it's it's kind of like believing that telling people by a meme, hey, first time drivers, make sure you drive. In between the the, make sure you spend the first fifteen minutes of driving, where your tire hits those little bumpers on the side of the road. You know those things, <laughs> to right? Sh- to test out your suspension. Yeah. Make sure your car's in alignment. <laughs> right now, what am I saying? Can we do that? What, what am I saying? If people obey that, you should not be driving. Right. Why? Because the the manual doesn't say to do that. Mm-hmm. Your car's manual doesn't say to do that. Nobody would do that. But if you believe it. You should not be driving, okay? Do what it says in the manual. Same thing with the Constitution. You know when to vote, how to vote. There's it's, no law that's been passed about text votes. This has nothing to do with violation. Dude, it is literally hanging out, uh, hanging Trump out yes. to dry. Any Anytime you can attack a Trump supporter or Trump, go at it. That's what they're doing. This is what they're doing with, with the insurrection stuff, right? That's what they're doing with all of his different cases, they're trying to get at anybody and everybody who could wonder, have possibly supported him. I wonder how many people fell for Christina Wong's. That's a good... Probably nobody. Thank you. Probably nobody. Probably nobody. <laughs> because they know what they're doing. <laughs> Every single person who looked at it went, Super Wednesday. What a doofus. What? You're an idiot. <laughs> there were probably people like, don't support Trump. Go to Hillary. Bruh. Bruh. I just, yeah. In, I mean, because because meth isn't fentanyl isn't running rampant on the streets. Let's get a guy in jail for seven months after seven f- years for for memeing. Yes, <laughs> for sending a meme. Gosh. The meme hurt, Us. but it's the election integrity. You know what, dude? Kids are dying of fentanyl right now, mm-hmm. and our elections are bunk anyways. Who are dude. we picking? We picked a senile man who can't even talk. You hear what Joy Behar said the other day? No. Well, Our economy's up, inflation's going down, jobs are up, all these things. But people still aren't approving of Biden. Do you think it's because they think he's old? And I'm like, are you hearing what you're saying right now? These are the same people who argued top to bottom that Trump was too old to run in 2016. 
the same people. But she said inflation's down and well, our economy's right. on a boom. Yeah. And yeah. the stock market is up, she said. It's 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 kind of like if inflation is an is at an all-time high and it comes down a half percent. Oh, it's down. Look at us. <laughs> That's what that 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 Pierre girl does. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's like, gas is falling. And the guy's like, it's actually at 350 right now. When right. Trump left office, it was like a buck ninety-eight. She goes, Well, what we're saying is it's never fallen this fast in history. Which what? is complete BS. It's, it's so stupid. Like, just be what? careful. Just Listen, be careful. This dude, no, that's a perfect learning moment. When you get told these type of stats, and we've covered some of it before, like Biden, what was it? Um, fastest, something like, we, we had the fastest reduction in something, and everybody pointed out that's because inflation is skyrocketing, so your, your numbers change because of that, right? Oh, I know what it was. Fastest or largest increase in Social Security payouts or something like that. And everybody went because inflation is skyrocketing and it's tied to inflation. Mm. And by don't don't look behind the <laughs> don't look don't look yeah. You know. And and this is a lesson when she comes out and says, "Well, gas prices are falling the fastest they ever have." Dude, a wrong. B yeah, sure. From three fifty-five to three fifty. Wow. And when they say like jobs are up, we've had record growth in jobs. Yeah. How many of those are government jobs? They right. just created out of thin air. One, and two. It's seasonal jobs, bro. Right. It yes. happens every yes, yes, season. Yes. Thank you. Because what are we gearing up for? Holiday season. What is hiring doing right now? Holiday hiring. Part-time workers for seasonal. Because guess what? They're starting to get all of their. Black Friday Thanksgiving shopping stuff in. They're Let's setting everything the up. For Mexican Friday. For Brown Friday. Brown Friday. We could lobby for that. Let's yeah. do it. I wonder what would be on sale. Tacos. <laughs> <laughs> Tacos. Burritos, nachos, quesadillas. For I, sale. I'm not allowed to say anything, so I'm going to let him say all of the racist stereotypes. I am totally stereotyping <laughs> right now. Man, if my mama was here, man, she'd be making me some burritos right now. Mm. I miss those, man. Remember that? Homemade? Oh, Homemade dude. tortillas? It's been too long tortillas. since I've been to your parents' house. Yeah, barrettas. Some barrettas. Some barrettas. Some quesadillas. Yeah. Quesadillas. Grassy ass senior. <laughs> if you didn't catch it, you good. didn't catch it. <laughs> oh, man. All right, number great. three. What are we doing <coughs> on time? Oh, we're, we're, we're right on schedule. Yeah, we're we're right about to get into the main the topic. But Massachusetts governor... Says their family shelters are at capacity. Hello. But that's okay. Keep bringing in the illegals. She says. <laughs> we can't do it anymore, Captain. She can't take any more. We should Give actually throw it. more power. <laughs> we should do yeah, that. Yeah, do it. <laughs> you want me to do it? Mm -hmm. Captain, she can't take any more. <laughs> I can't give it anymore. <laughs> we don't have the power. And there's Mara Healy going, fill her up. Let's keep going. Arr. Sink or swim. We're going to make it, me mateys. She's probably thinking. She probably, she's probably thinking. Our state's going to sink into the water if we keep bringing in people. It's going to be too heavy. Do you remember that congressman who talked about the island tipping over? He was totally ripped out of his gourd. And he's like... Well, if we, it's something about an army base or something, like if we put it all on one side of the island, what if the island tips over? It's like, 
Yeah. You re- you realize there's dirt underneath? <laughs> I I have no words. I have no, nope. <laughs> Nothing. Remember there was like a whole thing about argue. California <laughs> sinking into the water because oh my gosh. <laughs> Bruh. Uh, Bruh. So Mara Healy. She acknowledged that their family's the shelters. Science. Yes, it's all about the silence. Silence, <laughs> just be silent. Literally silence. <laughs> she said that family shelters in the state are at capacity, but they're not going to end their policy that guarantees newcomers a place to stay. You know those Japanese trains when everybody's trying to get on and you see the officials like kicking people into the train so the doors will shut. I imagine that's her with the illegal immigrants into these family shelters. Just, just get in there somehow. This is what happens when your ideology runs up against reality. At least guys like Eric Adams in New York are admitting, okay, we can't do this anymore. Yeah. How do you think the rest of the country feels? You know, they, I was watching one guy at a, a congressional hearing or something. Something like 65,000 illegal immigrants have come to New York. And Eric Adams is saying, no more, no more, no more. The guy's like, yeah, I totally agree with you. Do you know that's 0.1% of all of the illegal immigrants that have come into this nation? How do you think other places are feeling? Right? And <laughs> this lady is doubling down instead of admitting defeat. Okay, too much. Yep. Instead of admitting defeat, no, shove them in there. You know, this is ridiculous. You know, it's funny. They'll house illegal Im- immigrants. That's cool. Do you think, right? But what they won't do is lift unconstitutional mask mandates. Oh, heaven forbid. You, you see what I'm saying? Oh, they will do the, that train. They'll do the illegal thing by housing illegal immigrants. And no, they're not migrants, dude. These, kid, these people are not migrants. They're illegal aliens that have not been processed properly yep. to enter this country. But we will keep unconstitutional methods of preventing some disease that was created in a lab. And we all know that, right? This gain-of-function research bullcrap. They will hold and continue to be illegal as long as they have rule over you. So now she's dictating for the state. We're just going to bring in all these people without you. Who elected me? It was you guys, right? So I'm going to make the decision of I'm going to overrun our state, Massachusetts, with all these illegals. Doesn't matter what you think. See what I'm saying? That's how mm-hmm. a king op- that's how a king operates. That's great point. Right? So then governors are no longer held to their own state constitutions and to their people anymore. It's just what they want to do. Just what they want to do. Dude, that's what that's how we've treated government. And I think that's been the biggest message from us for a long time. That's what happens when you put so much trust in a president, so much trust in a Congress, so much trust. Mm-hmm. Like it is you the it's we the people. Literally, that is why they wrote that. Notice in the in the beginning of the Constitution, in the preamble, it doesn't say we the states. Doesn't say we the government, we the people. We're the ones who elected it. We're the ones who put it together, right? When everybody somebody talks about the nation, we need to do this as a nation, as a nation, dude. Do you realize it was never the nation that created the nation? It was the states that created the federal government or the government itself, right? Never to be a federalized system, but to be just a watch, like just a just a, a what is it? A covering? Yeah. A blanket that we can all come under and say, hey, this is a federation of states, right? That's the problem here. And so we trust these people. We just say, hey, elect them. I wonder what, how come there's no, look, we'll do a poll about how black people have a longer commute. Go poll Massachusetts ones and see what they feel about this. Have you seen Take your money to do that. I don't know if you've seen this. There are videos of like residents in Chicago and New York protesting these illegal immigrants. Legit. We're already getting the crumbs. Now you're taking the crumbs from us to give to them. And a lot of them are black protesters, right? You don't hear them being called racist. Right? 
Good right? point. Yeah. If they were whites, oh my gosh. Oh, these racist white people don't like Mexicans, and so they won't let them in, and blah, blah, blah. But now you can't make that argument with black people. That's right. I don't care if you're... If you're I mean, I am... My, my parents came from Mexico. They did it the right way, though. They did it legally, right? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is what I don't understand about this right now. I will speak as best I can for the conservative, for the white person, for the Christian, as best I can. We don't like illegal activity. There's something we in us don't that like lawbreakers. Right. That, that's it. That, that's as simple as this gets. I don't like lawbreakers. Listen, my mom, it took her a long time to get her citizenship. How come you can't go through the same process? Right? So instead of saying fight for your nation like we had to do 250 years ago, fight for your nation, you know what we're telling them? Come here and do it illegally, and we'll figure out a way around it. And we'll give you stuff. And we're breaking every law in the process, and the government is in on it. And they're, de- they're keeping states from being able to actually defend the law, right? So the federal government came after Abbott when Abbott was trying to set up those barriers along the river, the big inflatable things. The government's coming against him for trying to protect the border that the government supposedly is supposed to protect. Right. Now Biden's building more of the wall. Yeah, because that's, you know... Which he said he would never do. Voter thing, right? But you notice the media is not talking about it. Yeah. Why? Because he ran his campaign on we're not going to build the wall, and he actually set up like twenty laws, like twenty different laws or nineteen different laws that to no longer have that wall being built. He had to strike those down just to start building the wall again. And if you remember, Trump was amassing a bunch of materials and resources and people to keep building the wall. As soon as Biden got in. He nixed the whole thing, which cost the U.S. government millions and millions of dollars. So you spent money to stop what Trump was trying to do so that now that we're coming into election season, you can do it again. This is your government. You know why? That's why. Just just so we're all clear. This is why we don't trust government. Right. This is why when they came out with this whole COVID mess, didn't believe it. Dude, we were the we were right away like this is oh, yeah. this is illegal. Something's something. Now up. a lot, and, and I thank God for people like Chris Ann Hall who was like, "Whoa, right? Mm-hmm. We did it too." But many friends of ours, conservatives, all of them were like, "Whoa, we're we're under a thing in a lockdown. We got to just follow because we." But hey, that is not in their purview to shut down a country. Nobody gave them who gave them that authority to do. And it, it, did we not see how scary it is to put that power in their hands and say, "Well, you have that power. We want to shut down the entire country." What makes um, you? I mean, seriously, screw you. Yeah. What makes you think? What makes you think? And and I speak to everybody in this, not just the liberal or the conservative. Everybody. If you can't believe them most of the time, what makes you? you what makes you think you can believe them some of the time? Seriously. It's nefarious, dude. These guys have an agenda. I firmly believe. Yes, I believe in the inept in the ineptitude of government. I believe in the ineptitude of the people. But there is an agenda to destroy America. They're destroying yes. the kingdom of God in various different ways. They're destroying its the America's foundations. <clears throat> what they want to do is create this cohesive society. We have to just love each other, right, to bring it in order. That makes sense, right? America was unique in the fact that we had a law system where people could be free, and we didn't need government to do that. We, need it, we could do it ourselves. And what they've done now, especially over the last 
well, I'd say 100 years, maybe 50, 60 years, right? Maybe 70. They've really hammered down on this principle. If we can get everybody to think the same way, we got them. Mm-hmm. That's what we need. And I, th- I think there are those conservatives who are like, it's this small group of people in a back room that are doing the whole agenda. Yes, maybe, sure, kind of. But there's a big group of people that think, well, Democrats are just stupid and incompetent and they just don't know what they're doing and they they love illegal immigrants too much and and they don't realize what they're doing. I don't think that's the case. I think you have a large group of people who Obama came right out and said it. America has to be weakened so that it's on par because all of these people think through the lens of power. All they think about is power. They see everything through this power. Either you have it or you don't. So what they're thinking is, America has too much power. Well, what do you do? You hate those with power. You, it, that's why they, they twist in their mind, oh, we're the outsiders. We're fighting against the man. You've been the establishment for how long now? 20 years you are the establishment. You are the power, but they'll never see that because all they think about is that power warfare. That's right. So what they're actually doing is they're trying to diminish America's power Truth. so that it comes more into line of the power of the rest of the world. Truth. Then somehow they will be good. Yep. Less power makes you good. It makes you righteous. That is that is the subconscious driver of a lot of these people. So when you look at it through that lens, it makes all the most sense in the world. Debt doesn't matter because it weakens America's power. Illegal immigrants, bring them on in. Why? Because it weakens America's yeah, power. The effeminization of our military weakens America's power. Weakens America's power. <clears throat> our school system's getting dumber. Weakens, weakens America's, America's power. <clears throat> it's all through the lens of power. Inflation, wage reduction, like uh, all these things weakens America. Yes. Um, when we lose contracts in America and send it overseas, it weakens America. So they're trying to destroy America at all its core of liberty. They're really destroying liberty. And the bottom line is, is most people don't understand what liberty is. Most conservatives don't understand true liberty. They're willing to shut down the opposite voice and create laws to do that. They really are willing to go that far. We should shut every liberal voice up. Many of them are. They don't realize it's like that'll eventually come back to you. Liberty's liberty. Yeah. And either your ideas win and your, your principles win or they don't. Either they hold weight or they don't. I think that's more important. And that's why we need all the power we can get through energy ops. Ooh, good segue. Energy Ops is a company that supports self-evident, but Michael is a great man. An and I want you to, because I know you, you, we've had conversations with him, but you have many conversations. Yeah. He's a family man, works hard, loves his, loves his business, loves what he does, but honors the Lord. And he was like, hey, you know, I want to step up and sponsor. Yeah, and he, he pours into <laughs> us, um, and we can't say enough about him, and he's probably getting sick of us gushing about him on, on the podcast, but we're going to gush. Sorry, Michael. Uh, he's an amazing company. So if you're in Charleston, South Carolina area, and you want somebody for your electrician work, whether it's commercial, whether it's residential, whether it's upgrading, renovating, whatever, get a hold of them. They are not going to steer you wrong. An amazing business, an amazing man, amazing family, and we can't say enough about seeking the Lord veteran-owned, small business values, right. they care about you. And so check out America. Energy Ops. I think, LLC. too, he's going to come down to Florida soon and help yep. us. Yep. Let's get him some jobs around here, too. Yeah. Call him. Dude. Energy Ops. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Energy so, Ops, LLC. Dot yeah. 
Net. I, I have it net. on the other map. <laughs> it's net, right? Yeah, I it's think not so. com. Uh, and apologize, <laughs> I forgot to put it on this map. Um, Should we, apologize if if you are in our area and you have some electrician work that could get done. Um, I assume his license is national. I'll t- I'll talk to him about that because if it's national, man, if if, if the license here. covers, yeah, while he's here, so I'll talk to him about that, and we'll we'll talk more about that if that's going to be the case. Because why not? Let him come down and do a work trip. All right. Yes. Getting Lord. into it. So Israel, I I really wanted to talk about this. How many of you guys have heard about the hospital in Gaza that got struck by the Israeli army and over five hundred people died? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we've all heard about it. The question is, what evidence have we seen of it? Hmm. This is why we have got to be careful with media and propaganda. So the event happens. The Palestinians come out and say, our hospital got struck, 500 people dead, there's children blown all over the place. This was Israel. Because you guys didn't. Even if they did it, you didn't attack first. I mean, right. So people are claiming that this hospital got leveled. Now the media is spinning this up. Why? Because they're truly evil. Well, the media is so funny, right? Because they're saying we're reporting the truth. There was an attack on Israel, and Israel attacked Gaza. Right. right? That's their. Then they. Then this is what they do. They spin. Mm -hmm. Then after reporting the truth, that is an incident that happened. Yep. Then they spin it to say, well, it was their fault. Well, look, I can't believe I can. This is impossible. That same media last week was crying about all these dead children. Yep. Is now turning the tide. Yep. Dude, y'all got to wake up, man. We got to pay attention. This is craziness. This is insane. This is so, craziness. Now, do you I, see them storming the Capitol? That's the the pro Palestinians. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, uh, we're going to cover it. I know. Yeah, I'm we just, got it. But like, yeah, I'm just crazy. throwing this out there because, like, you, you look at what's happening. And how they didn't even pass through security checks. They did nothing. They just stormed the Capitol, right? We'll talk mm-hmm. about it in a minute. But what I'm saying is you see how much attention was paid to January 6th. Yeah. Which, which of these people who stormed the Capitol, it's right. truly what it was, storming <clears throat> the Capitol, how many of them are going to get 20 years? Listen, I'm good with them doing it because that's liberty. Mm-hmm. But don't be hypocrites. Yeah. You better charge every single one. You better find the 80-year-old grandma that happened to peek in the doorway, get her in jail. Right. Right. No more. (laughs) If if you're going to do it to one group, you got to do it to the other. And the media is spinning all of this up. And so, of course, now this whole hospital story, the the Israeli embassy in Jordan was getting ransacked. The American embassy in Lebanon is getting attacked. There's riots all over the place. One supposed rescuer said, I saw a toddler's body without a head. This was a massacre. Isn't it interesting that after the whole beheaded children's story on the the Israeli side of an, a Hamas attack, now all of a sudden, oh, well, this hospital, I saw a toddler with a head cut off. Interesting that that's the line we're going to go. Now, the problem is, most photos coming out are not showing the leveled hospital. Actually, none of the photos are. All of the photos of a leveled building are stock photos from other events. In oh. and, and New York, I think it was the New York Times. If it wasn't, I'm wrong. So allegedly, it was the New York Times who showed a photo of another building and even put it in the caption, this is not the Gaza hospital. But nobody reads that caption. 
everybody just looks at the picture. Oh, the guy's a hospital. It got leveled. Hmm. Images are coming out that it was a parking lot fire next to the hospital. And people are pointing out the hospital buildings are fine. They're good. And there's plenty of images of the parking lot damage. So there's plenty of images of parking lot damage, no images of the actual hospital being leveled. Hmm. There's video that came out that people were saying, oh, well, that's, that's not the timeline video or blah, blah, blah. But there are videos of the rocket shooting off and one of the rockets going in the parking lot. This is exactly why we've got to be so careful about the Dude. media that we're taking in. They are going to spin you up. And so I'm going to hit the declassify first, but then I want to hit Tlaib. So declassify it. On Thursday, progressive Democrats are now demanding that the U.S. declassify intelligence on the Gaza hospital situation, which is kind of funny because like this is going to come back on your heads when they declassify. It's like, yeah, it didn't happen at all. The same people who were screaming and yelling that Israel blew up kids in a hospital. It's everybody. Uh, oh, you're going to prove yourselves wrong by screaming for this declassified. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Do that again. That was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. So, so and then <clears throat> our next one, Talib runs from the truth. So Talib, Rashida Talib, and and I had to meme this on the thumbnail and the the promotion. That's I don't good. know if you That's saw. Good. It no, was I like, didn't. I I Talib's just another character. She ran from reporters on Wednesday when she was confronted about the truth with the Gaza hospital. Because what did she do? She popped off at the mouth as soon as the reports came out, condemning Israel, condemning them to high heaven, and children are blown up everywhere, and blah, blah, blah. And so multiple reporters chased after her, asking if she planned to retract her accusations. Instead, she ran away and avoided any questions. And then she kind of doubled down on the whole thing. You know what I think is funny, too? You, you know when Hamas goes and attacks Israel, Israel declares war. What the flip happens in war? People die, unfortunately. We don't like war. We've never promoted war. We hate that America is in most wars and that, that it gets involved in. But war really is is the, the casualty of the innocent. Mm-hmm. Um, watch the movie The Patriot. Mel Gibson said something in there. I thought, man, they must have pulled that from a history book when he said... It, if we go to war, we'll, 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 you know, we'll, we'll succeed in some sense. I mean, I'm paraphrasing here. But he's like, our children will see it with their own eyes. And hopefully they won't, you know, yeah. be touched by it, scorched by it. In that movie, his kid died, two of his kids die. That's the price of war. Y'all want to attack? Okay. What? Are they, like, seriously, think about this. If Israel strikes back or Gaza, whatever, the, whatever you know, <clears throat> Can they pinpoint with their binoculars, hey, there's kids over there. We should probably shoot the rocket in that direction. No, they're just shooting. Bruh. They're yeah. shooting, right? This is ridiculous. If they declared war and Hamas declared, okay. Casualties. Casualties happen. Nobody's for it. And what's worse is it's, it's being proven that Hamas is trying to keep civilians in the war zone. They're blocking off roads. They're taking driver's license from people and passports from people so that they can hide under the coverage of civilians. And we've known this for years. You cannot say that Hamas 
doesn't do that to some sense. Why? Because they always hide their military installations in schools and hospitals and all that. Why? Because they know the Israelis are going to try to not kill civilians. So their military installations are protected. So I'm sorry, but Hamas needs to get wiped out. I'm not sorry. They need to get wiped out. And I hope that those civilians, although 44% of you approve of Hamas, and probably a large majority of you hate Israelis, I'll still take the, the high road and say, I don't want civilians killed Who in does? war. Right? So let them get out. If Hamas, you can stand on the righteousness and foundation of your mission, <coughs> why do you have to put kids in front of you to That's exactly do it? right. And you noted something in the notes here. The AP actually cited the Gaza Health Ministry. The Gaza Health Ministry is what reported this 500 this, people died in yes, the hospital. Exactly. Which the Gaza Health Ministry is controlled by Hamas. What the flip do you think what they're going to say? They're going to say, well, our rocket misfired and we blew up a parking lot and a couple of people died. It's the Israelis' fault. It's all apartheid. It's all apartheid. If, if this colonial structure, I was listening. Jeez. Okay, so this morning, yeah, I'll admit it. I was listening to NPR this morning. Oh, you broke your fast? I, I did. Because Israel. Bruh. Bruh. It's all Israel's fault. I cannot trust I Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I can't trust Mike on the mic. No I think you did. did. Did you see what I did there? It's all Israel's fault that I broke my, my oh, news man, fast. Yeah. yeah. You're controlled by Hamas. I am. Today in news. Sorry. Uh, That's Russian, dude. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, so I don't know where... Oh, NPR. Food is about to run out in the Gaza Strip. And of course, they're, they're in, they're, what they're trying to lean towards is Israel has, has cut off routes into and out of Gaza. What they won't tell you is there is still actually a route from Egypt into Gaza that stuff is passing through. But it doesn't look good if there's a war going on and guess what food is still getting into the civilians and everything. So they're trying to make Israel look bad by like these grocery stores are going to run out of bread in three days because stock is low for people to make bread. The it, consequences of war. It's a war zone. Dude, it's a war zone. World war two, right? You watch some of these stories and you think, you know, when the planes would drop the munitions and the Americans would go find it, well, Germans mm -hmm. would shoot them on sight. Yeah, because it's a war. You think they're, oh, it's time for your munitions. Yeah, guys, hold on. Hey, Germans. Hey, hold put, on. Put your weapons Bruh. down. We, we, need to, <laughs> we need to wait for them to, what, I'm starting to talk like we a, need a, a Iraqi. <laughs> How do you talk German? <laughs> we need to wait for all of the food. Right. Let them we stay. need a challenge, okay? Let's yeah. let them get their ammo. And see yeah, yeah. Let Everybody them take break. You know, it's like, <laughs> No. They're going to do... It's war. Who who goes first? Uh, you know what's so stupid? You want war. You, you wanted this Palestine because of apartheid, and now you're mad at the consequence of what you yeah, wanted. Yeah. It comes back on your head, but it's all their fault. And dude, you know what's crazy? They'll blame us for reporting this way. Yes. When you wanted this. That's exactly what You wanted, wanted this. Y'all wanted this. Y'all wanted to poke a bear. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, now it's their fault because you poke a bear. Or it's our fault as Americans because we're supporting Israel. Right? That's so, so ridiculous. You wanted this. You wanted your liberty. Fight for it. And you know what? You put your kids on the altar for it, too. Mm -hmm. That's what happens in war. And that's why war was not something the founders wanted. 
That wasn't something we needed. To, that's why they wanted to get out of foreign entanglements. We didn't want to do that anymore. We saw the price of war. Many of our, our, our founders died. Many, many people who died couldn't even have kids anymore because their lineage was stopped because of all. That's the price of war. Gosh, dude, study a history book. How many casualties die in the name? Again, you look at the Napoleon Bonaparte's, the Genghis mm-hmm. Khan's, the you know old history, Alexander the Great's. Do you think they went in and said, spare the women and children? <laughs> they destroyed. I'm not saying it's right. I hate war. It's demonic to me, right? But it's happening. It's so funny. Do you think Satan spares our women and children? Thank Come you. Go, on, with, go with that line. Spiritual warfare. Do you think he's going to say, well, I don't want to touch the women and children. I'm just going to touch the Christian parents. It's enemy. It's demonic. They go after kids. That's, That's it, what war does. It is the physical output of demonic demonic action right think about this like, he comes to steal kill and what destroy destroy and we we've talked about it before like satan does not draw the boundaries you draw so uh-huh. when we draw these boundaries of well i don't want to indoctrinate my kid with my faith i want them to learn it, about it on their own yeah, he ain't discriminating he ain't discriminating He's going he right after him. He, he's laughing at you because he's going, yep. good, I got free way. Yep. So, I, sure. So I'm going to weaken them through sexual images. I'm going to weaken them through drug use. I'm going to weaken them through weak parents. I'm going to weaken them through uh, suicidal thoughts and depression. I'm going to weaken them with their gender ideology. I'm going to weaken them with not believing in something, not to have something to believe in, something higher and greater than them. I'm going to weaken and weaken it until I got them. And then when he does, he uses you and spits you out. And that's why people commit suicide. And I'm telling you, because I was there, right? And I've known many people like this. When people commit suicides, they have nothing to believe in. Because he got them to the point where they have nothing else to believe except death. Mm-hmm. When lust has conceived, it brings forth sin. Sin, when it's finished with you, destroys you. That's what the Bible says. He comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Do you think he cares about you? He don't care about you, so you can be pulling around in your sins. You can be uh, 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 pattering with it and doing all this stuff. You can be playing with it and toying with it behind the scenes. But I'm telling you, you're opening doors for your kids. I'm telling you, you're opening doors for your family members. You're opening doors even in your workplaces. You who are Christian business owners. I'm telling you, dude, this stuff is real. And now we're seeing the the physical effects of war where it's just destroyed. But we just need to be humanitarian about war. Are you? I mean, use your head. It's war, dude. Oh man, I, there's so many lanes I could go. I know. And and this is born through terrorist organizations like Hamas. But hear the spiritual on this: Satan hates you. He hates you. You have to get out of the mindset of oh well, you know, uh, I could be okay, or or they won't harm me, or this won't come back on me. Even you people in America that are supporting Hamas, they hate you. They don't care about you. They don't care about your kids. Satan doesn't care about your family. He hates your family because he hates you. He will do anything and everything to make you miserable and then destroy you. He enjoys that torturous process. Satan's laughing at all this right now. He's, he's just laughing at this right like, now. Like, you you flip out about kids killed. Good. Do you realize Satan is laughing about it? 
He is absolutely laughing about it. And so when you get an organization like Hamas, who has totally given themselves over to the demonic, they're laughing about kids killed in mm-hmm. Israel. The more, the better. They hate you. Stop trying to play Appease to them. You can't appease. Look, dude, y'all can't reason with a tyrant. Thank you. You can't reason with 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 uh, America's government right now. You can't. You can't reason with tyranny. You can't try to coerce it. You can't try to pass laws to fix it. When the government finds out that they can pass laws at whim with no consequence, it's tyranny. Mm-hmm. That's what you have in America. This is why the states are so important. Anyway, I, no, sorry, I. I I didn't want to interrupt your train of thought, but I, I had a, a kind of unrelated thought. People will argue, yeah, but Jesus loves. Jesus loves, so I need to love my enemy. True. But here's the question. If it's between your family or the enemy, do you sacrifice your family and just, okay, you can do what you want because I got to love my enemy? Or do you defend the defenseless against the enemy? Mm-hmm. Right? So there's a lot of times we think, well, we, we can't. We can't participate in war because Jesus said, love your enemy. The question is, if the enemy wants your destruction and they are not listening to spiritual reason, at some point, don't you defend the defenseless, protect those that you have been given charge to protect, and say, I'm sorry, but I I have to cut you short. But the enemies of Jesus were the Pharisees, right? They they, they were the Pharisaical, and even, I, I guess, government, Herod, you know, right, was against him. And you look at how Christ loved the Pharisee. Preached hellfire and brimstone to them the most, right? Mm-hmm. Because they thought they knew the law and they didn't, right? So they had to repent of their... Anyways. And then you look at these common stories we all know about the prostitute who was saved by Christ and said, you know, he was without sin, cast first stone. How did Jesus love the Pharisee? If you're without sin, cast the first stone. They fell on their own judgment. He didn't need to hit them, hurt them. He didn't need to do any of that stuff. He ripped them right in the conscience. You think you're right? You think you're right? I'm going to love you to the truth. The truth is, dude, y'all are wicked. Y'all, y'all will sit and make sepulchers for the prophets, and you wouldn't even hold to their word. You hold the, the uh, what did he say? You hold the keys to the law, but you omit the weightier matters of it. Law, judgment, mercy, faith. Uh, you know, you, you do all these sacrifices, yet you don't do this, right? He didn't, he wasn't out for their, like, applause, he was out for their souls. He was out for the truth. Did he love them? Yeah. Could he have destroyed them with a legion of ar- uh, uh, angel armies? Yeah. He even told his disciples that. I could do I could send them. That's not what I came to do. I came to save my people from their sins. That's the thing, right? So if you love your enemy, you'll tell them the truth and stop them from their destruction. That's what he was doing. He stopped destruction against the prostitute. Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He came to give life in that abundantly, right? So Christ came and stopped destruction against a soul. Wow. And a prostitute, nonetheless. He didn't forgive and excuse her sin either. He said, go and sin no more. Mm -hmm. I spared your life. Go and sin no more. Quit it. Most people think love is omission. Love is tolerance. That's ridiculous. That is the stupidest thing ever. You don't tolerate evil. Where did Jesus ever say, dude, where did Paul ever say to do that? Look at the Old Testament. God commanded the Israel Israel's armies to go forth in order to not tolerate evil. Bro, yeah. Go into the clans and lands and cleanse it. That's right. right. And people Ter- go, that's genocide. 
At some point, the sin comes back on your own head. That's right. What did he tell Gideon? Tear down your father's altars and build me an altar, right? Mm -hmm. That's what he did. So he tears down his father's altars. He would even tell the Israelites, go and circumcise your foreskins of your heart, right? Go fast. Mm -hmm. Go pray. Cleanse yourselves. Purify yourselves. Why? Because he did not tolerate wickedness. And for some daggum reason, we can do it as Christians now. Like, just tolerate wickedness, and it's okay, right? Because Jesus is coming soon. Man, I can't wait to see what happens when he does come back, you know, when all that happens, what he's going to judge us by as a standard, right, as a Christian, what he's going to say, like, our good works, our works will be tried by fire. Those that remain will be purified. Those that won't be burnt up like... Burn up, yep. Like like stubble, yeah. So he's going to judge us by these things and say, hey, what works did you do for me? Because the Bible says that he's ordained works for us to do. So I'm going to do the things he wants me to do. I may not do them perfectly, but I'm going to do what I can in my best knowledge and ability and hopefully vision-wise and all that stuff. I'm going to do my best. But he's going to he's going to say to us, okay, so you loved your enemy. Did you love them or did you tolerate their evil? Because if they, if they didn't know your standard, you didn't love them. You didn't love me enough to tell them about me. See what I'm saying? That's the difference. It's I love my enemy, man. I'll go preach to anybody. I love them. They need Jesus, right? And if you're still breathing, you got a conscience, you're still alive, God can get a hold of you. I think that's important. But I'll be darned if I'm going to let you come and take my kids in mm-hmm. public schools and teach them about pornography. I'll be darned if you're going to keep letting these young people die of suicide and telling them their genders are messed up. I'll be darned if I'm going to let churches continue to preach heresy, right? And I'm not talking about calling them out. I'm talking about if I'm called of Christ to preach the gospel, and be in a church or be in a, in, a, in a public setting to preach, my duty then is to preach the gospel, save souls, and love his people. That's my job. That's what I'm called. That's all I'm, That's all we have ever been called to do. You know that? Even with self-evident. Self-evident is just a freaking title. And it's a, it's a thing for the government and the, the 501s for tax deductions. Like, ministry, this stuff here, this, all this stuff is great. I love it. You know where our best pleasure is? Saving souls. Ministering the Ministering gospel. to people, man. God, dog, there's nothing like watching someone get delivered from bondage of sin. There's mm-hmm. nothing like watching someone come to Jesus, turning from the power of darkness to light. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like when the cross of Christ is evidently set forth that he's in front of somebody and they see him crucified for him. There's nothing like it. Why? Because it's something that transformed us. And that's all that's going to matter. In the end, Jesus is going to say, or God's going to say in the, at the, at the beam of seat, why are you here, Christ? What did you, nothing, Christ. In Christ alone, my hope is found. In Christ alone. That's all I got. So what the flip are we doing? Why, why are we talking about useless mess? It is Christ and Christ alone that we trust in for our salvation. It's Christ and Christ alone that I trust in for my redemption. What are we doing if we're not preaching Jesus and him crucified? Like Paul said, what are we doing? Our gospel came not unto you in word only, but in power, right? So if that's not the mission, then we're messed up. Mm-hmm. If that's not the mission of the church is to get them in, see them saved and discipled, we're messing up. We're doing it completely wrong. We are. That's, the, that's basically the commandments of the word. Discipleship. Go into all the world to make disciples of all nations. Not just heal people. That's fantastic. I believe in it. I've seen it happen. I've done it myself. I've been healed from seizures and different ailments. But the bottom line is, am I being discipled by older, older men and, and, and in some cases older women to, to help disciple? Am I, am I discipling others? 
That, that was the commands of Jesus? What are we doing if we're not doing that? Wasting time. Wasting time. Spinning wheels. Talking about useless junk. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not saying these stories are useless junk. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that. I'm not saying what we're doing here is useless. What I'm saying is you're, you're hearing political pundits talk about useless knowledge. And yeah. what we're saying here is if we're really going to love these people, like the Israelites and, you know, the Gaza and the, and the Hamas and all these guys, well, what about the gospel? Right. What about Jesus? Like, we're all defending Israel. We should go be ministering yeah. to Israel, too. Absolutely, because they, they still need to understand Christ. And w- with us, we know that people want an insight into this stuff, right? And it's one of those things where it's like we either we either don't talk about it and so then you don't get a scriptural lens through all of it. And and we cut up and we joke and you know because we we got to entertain ourselves sometimes. But at the end of the day, the only thing that really matters is What's the Christian perspective on it? What's the Christian lens through it? What's, what is Christ saying about it? And one of the things that really frustrates us is when people get misled on things. And I think that's, that's one of my, my deepest um, missions outside of ministry on all of this is like, I get so tired of people getting misled. I get tired of the media misleading people. I get tired of the government misleading people. I get tired of pundits misleading people. I hate lies. I hate manipulation. I mm-hmm. hate twisting of truth, right? It's like, that's what frustrates me when I read the news is, oh, well, you know, hospital got blown up. 500 kids died. It's like, it, it drives me nuts because, oh, there's the lie. There's the manipulation. There's the twist. And it's yeah, like, totally. And, and people just run with it. And that's why Talib. Yes, am I mocking her a little bit? Yes, because but it's funny, huh? So, uh, it's so funny because you're so ideologically driven that when the truth is put right in front of you, you don't even stop. You run from it. Truth. You run from the truth. That should tell you everything you need to know about her character, why she's in it. Right. Agreed. And especially as Christians, we have to understand what is the character of the person that we are putting our weight behind. Tlaib, do not put your weight behind her. She's ideological. She doesn't care about truth. She only cares about what she wants. Sure. And, and, and you're seeing it now play out with the Republican side of things and the whole House Speaker thing. It's about agendas now. Yes. This isn't about what's, what's right and wrong anymore. It's about agendas. You know, the bottom line is, is even that situation, McCarthy was brought in a speaker, and you heard the 20 say, if you're going to just violate what you're doing, we'll get you out as fast as we put you in. And they did. Yep. And now you were telling me there's like 20 of them that voted against Jordan. But the yeah. problem is they didn't even vote against him because they didn't like him. They voted against him because they didn't like what happened to McCarthy. What a stupid position to take. Well, I don't like what happened to the last guy, so I'm not, I'm not going to pay attention to you. Anyways. Anyways. All right. Well, guys, I hope you have a great Friday, a great weekend. We didn't get to the Powell stuff. Basically, Sidney Powell turned on Trump, and so she did a plea deal. She pleaded down six misdemeanors, so now they're going to use her. Why do you think she did that? Save her own skin. 
I really believe she just wanted to But did they have skin. something on her? Or was she just trying to... My So one of the things that happened was she was kind of involved in this whole, we got to get the data off the Dominion Systems voting machines. And I think they may have broken some laws in doing it. And so they can get her on that, mm, is yeah, my guess. Yeah. And and that's felony stuff. Got it. Which means she's going to jail. So my guess is she decided to save her own skin. There was another guy who turned already, Scott Hall, I think it was his name. So now you've got two people who turned. It's going to be a race to the bottom, I think. I think what they'll do is they'll keep offering plea deals to all these people because what they want is Trump. So if they can, they can get a stable of how many, 17 co-conspirators or whatever, if they can get 17 people to accept plea deals that are all going to then testify against Trump, you've got Trump. Because that's all they really care <laughs> that's about. That's so stupid. You're saying these people interfered with elections, which means they lied, and according to you, right, these guys interfered with an election. They don't have the credibility on election fraud. But you're making them turn on Trump. What makes you think they're going to be credible then? <laughs> so now they're Gosh! suddenly they're a credible witness. Use That's your a heads. Good point. <laughs> Use your heads. If they're willing to turn Judas's uh -huh. for thirty pieces of silver, do you think that Judas was going to tell the truth after that? Right. He. You know what? Judas at least had the backbone. I was about to say the <laughs> Gahonies. He was at least he had he had the backbone to run away from it yeah. and say, you know what? I, I he admitted I, he I, did wrong, dude. I'm done. He he. Cast what was it? He cast the thirty pieces of silver at the priest's feet, accused or pointed the finger at him and said, "You, know, you just condemned a, an innocent man." Now, then he went and committed suicide because of his guilt. But he even he recognized, "I I went too far. What have yeah. I done? What have I done?" Yeah. So let's let's bribe people who interfered with elections to turn on the guy we're trying to go after. What makes you think they're a credible witness? Use your heads. Just, just food for thought. Bye. Love you guys. Have a great weekend.